The Unintentional Porn Star, Season 3, Bigger Than Me. Here we go. Are you ready to step into the change you've been desiring? Your Mindset School is your one-stop shop for all your self-development needs. They integrate both professional and personal experience into the courses to ensure you receive guidance that will actually stick, giving you the tools and support you need to live your life with more ease. Get started now at yourmindsetschool.com. That's Y-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S-E-T-S-C-H-O-O-L.com. Sign up now for Course One, where we take you into the beginning steps of your self-development journey. All right. By the way, the they is myself and my life coach and counselor, Geneve Morrison, with Empowered Living. Oh, hi, boo. It's me. It was shaking. This is a special episode where we answer some of your questions. My team has selected six questions for me to go over this episode. Um, so let's get to it. The first question, <laughs> comment. <laughs> I love how my team put this in for me. I think this is a bit of a joke and I appreciate them. It says, how are you so damn beautiful? <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's very sweet of you. My answer to that is, I got it from my mama. Um, I don't know. Uh, Thank you. And the next question, <laughs> this may be the fastest episode we've ever had, but I, ha- you know what? I'm going to say something, <clears throat> you know, is having a good sense of inner beauty in yourself is so important and everybody hopefully has the capacity or, or wants to have the capacity to tap into how gorgeous they are inside. And then it exudes outside themselves. Like everyone is so fucking beautiful. You're so fucking beautiful. So thank you for that. And, um, I appreciate you. And how are you so damn beautiful? Huh? The next question, um, some of the people don't want their names, but some do. This one's by Untrendy Hendy. And he asks, how did you get over the anger of this happening to you with the sex tape? <laughs> um, I didn't. <laughs> um, that's not completely true. <clears throat> I think one of the biggest things that I've been learning throughout this process is that emotions aren't... Um, they're not bad. And I'm not saying you're insinuating that anger is bad. It's just, yeah, anger is hard to sit with. And I have had a lot, a lot of anger um, from the sex tape being posted without my consent and also anger, having to deal with it, have it come, it keeps coming back into my life, having to deal with the judicial system and how like I got fucked over by so many different people in so many ways, um, along my journey. And I still have a lot of anger and I can tell that it sits within like my like stomach and honestly my like uterus. Like I'm just like fuming sometimes. And I just had something happen recently that was really devastating, um, in regards to my case in this process. And, um, 
it, it arrives. And so I think my biggest thing with like moving past anger is not moving past it is sitting with it. So I have learned to appreciate my anger, to see that my anger usually points to some level of hurt, some deep inner hurt and pain. Um, and that if I am feeling angry, I want to sit with it and say, okay, like what's going on? Like, why, why are you here? I love you. Thank you, anger. And like, what, you know, what do we need in this moment? What can I do to soothe you? How can I regulate my body? How can I learn to love myself in this moment more? How can I step into growth from this anger? What can I do to ease this anger for myself? Um, so I'm still angry. Um, absolutely. I still have a ton of anger that comes up. Frustration. Um, as I'm doing some more projects, some more projects that are in relation to the unintentional porn star, like we're going through a lot of things that happened and I'm just seeing how, how fucking fucked up this whole situation was and how it was like diminished for me around me and I took that on myself and like, you know... And I no longer diminish it for myself. I stand in it. And what that does when you stand with it and when you sit with these things within yourself that are there, um, whether you avoid them or not or pretend like they're there or not or try to dance them away without dealing with them or not, they're there. They are there. They sit in your body and like they want to be heard. And so I have to say from the beginning of starting to face my sex tape, I was raging I was extremely reactive. I was reactive in relationships, like not just um, romantic ones. I didn't know who to trust. I was reactive with myself. It was really hard. And it was anger. It was constant anger and rage. And what that really meant for me was that I was in pain. I felt violated. I didn't know who to trust. I was lost. I was really hurt. Um, so yeah, it's more just like for me seeing what's, what, what's past the anger, what's the, or sorry, more, what is the root of that anger and how I can sit with it, love it and like nurture myself and heal that within myself and then seek healing, um, through either people or other external sources, um, afterwards. Like it always has to start within myself for me where I'm at my journey. So yeah, I mean, when I have anger happen now, sometimes it, it, comes up in the form of like wanting to, I've broken tables, um, in the past out of anger throughout the situation, um, which, you know, harms myself. No one was around me, but it harms me. So I don't, I don't do that anymore. But what I do is I say it, I'm like, I want to break a fucking table right now and I'm not going to, and I am panicking. I can't breathe because I'm not dealing with, I'm not releasing this anger. I don't have a dance studio in front of me. So then I'll sometimes like go for a walk or I will, slap myself into the bath and just sit there and breathe. And so it's a lot of like meditative behaviors. It's both internal and external that I deal with the anger. And I wouldn't necessarily say I'm, I have moved past it. I say I sit with it and that I'm learning to love it. And that when I listen to my anger, when I hear, see, hear, love, and, you know, accept my anger is when it doesn't need to be there. And, um, yeah, I'm also learning like having the right support system around and holding that anger and not judging it and like having space for it and loving it with me is also helping. So I hope that helps uh, in Trendy Hendy. <laughs> um, I have one from Joel. If sending nudes 
would you actually ever put your face in the shot or is it hard or is that a hard no at this point? Um, I absolutely have sent um, nudes since the sex tape um, and videos and have filmed videos with people again. Um, that is, it was hard for me to do it first. I really realize and recognize how people might be like, that's so stupid. Like that's why she got into trouble in the first place. And I want to remind you that filming sex, um, private sex videos and sending private news is extremely fun. It's playful. If you have a person or people might be careful with people, but if you have a person that you trust, like I thought I could trust the person, but the violation was not on my sexuality and my sexual playfulness. It was on the, him violating that. So I don't want to live in fear and I thoroughly enjoy watching back our videos that we've made and, um, seeing their pictures and sending them my pictures. I think it's so fun. I've had a lot of long distance relationships and that's a way that I really enjoy connecting to them and having like sex with them online or over the phone or in a video or something like that. So, um, yeah, I, I do. I obviously, I, I have fear around it. Absolutely. And I have, you know, very strong conversations with people saying like, look, this is my situation. Um, I really want to partake in this with you. It's just like, this has to remain private and I have not, I don't send it to just anybody. I do not send it around. I do not send it on like the dating apps. Like that is a hard fucking no. Like that is just, I don't, if I don't know you, if I don't trust you, you're not getting a fucking finger picture. Like you're not getting a pinky picture or a toenail if you like toes. Um, and so I'm within that I'm working to trust certain people again, like as well, um, if that seems like ridiculous to you, it's like for my journey, I want to be able to trust people again. And that is my way of, um, trying to do that. And also I have to say, if I'm being completely honest, like sometimes when I'm like in a mood of like giving up, I'm like, well, fuck, like it's already fucking out there. Everyone like that sex tape that was out, like I did everything. It was all me. It was me doing stuff to myself. It was me doing stuff to him. Like it was just like, there is nothing left to the imagination if you saw that tape and that hurts me, that hurts me. And also then I go, well then, oh my God, like if another fucking photo comes out or a video, like really like the, you know, it'll be painful. It'll be another fucking ordeal, but like laws are better now. So watch out. Like I also say that to people legitimately. I'm like, the laws are better now. Like it didn't support me in the past. And I like didn't have time on my favor in my cases at all in so many ways. <laughs> Holy shit. But like now you fuck around, you're getting, you're going to fucking jail and you're getting charged. Like I will say that as strongly as I do sometimes with people. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I do it. I only do that with people I trust. I want to work through my level of trust with people. I love sexual playness, playfulness. I love it. I do not want to stop. I notice when I hide my sexual playness or, or, or feel like I take on other people's judgments or shame or slut shaming that it hurts me. It, it makes me feel like I have to shrink parts of myself and there should be no shame around sex, sex, sex and sexuality and expression is extremely beautiful and healthy and so that is my way to continue to do that. And I, yeah, it's fucking hot. Like it's super cool. <clears throat> so thank you for that question. 
and I hope that that helps. And um, Joel, unfortunately, you know, we met we met in person once, but I don't think I'll be sending anyone. Well, you have a girlfriend, so never mind. That's yeah, you know, we're just scrap that, <laughs> crumpling that paper, throwing it out. But thank you, Joel. I really do mean that. Um, you're a great person. So thanks for asking that. Um, I have one from an N. Their name is N. And um, how do I, like moving past guilt is what they said. How do I move past guilt? <sighs> That's so interesting. And it's very interesting for me answering this question right now, especially with um, this person. But um, I think that I felt guilt, but I also didn't. Like deep down, I knew that I was not in the wrong for making a sex tape. I knew that even when I took on other people's projections of guilt, that like it didn't sit right with me. Um, I absolutely feel like um, everybody has a different relationship to sex, to um, sexual expression and how they step into that and relate to that and, and show up in physical form within that. And for myself, um, I have so much I still want to express and connect through in terms of like having sex or, um, I don't know, you know, so like for me, I don't actually hold guilt in my soul around this. I definitely took it on. I definitely tried it on for a size, but it never really like deep down sat right. So if I'm feeling anything like that come up, um, which I do, sometimes I take on shame and guilt, especially in like later situations that are happening more currently. Um, but I just like, I think that everyone has their own love and viewpoint around sex and what is okay and what's not. And that I want to try my best to respect everyone else's, but ultimately like this is my journey to heal my, um, my sexual journey. Like I have a lot of trauma with sex. I also have beautiful, playful experiences with sex and, um, I had a great healthy community for years where I could just, we could all explore and have sex with each other and it was totally okay. And, you know, I kind of live in that, but then I get damaged sometimes. So I'm just trying to find, um, <clears throat> my own level of, um, comfort sexually and, um, expressively. Like I'm so, I love sex like so much and sharing it with people and it means so many different things in so many different circumstances and can mean nothing and can mean everything and can be just like for a healing experience for both people to talk about their exes. Like it just can be anything and it's so beautiful. So for me, I actually don't, um, maybe I've healed past it. Maybe I held more guilt before and I just don't remember it, but it doesn't feel like mine. Like I don't feel guilty about being um, safe and consensual in sex. I don't feel um, guilty about that. When violations happen to me, guilt and shame definitely shoot through my body, but I'm trying to remember and realize that those violations are not my doing. Um, I am a sexual person, so possibly I enter into things that could seem more, um, what, what's the word, like precarious or like promiscuous or something. Those are people's perceptions of my possible sex life, especially with the sex tape stuff. And it's just like, 
that's not the case for me. And so I don't want to take on other people's views of it. And so I'm just trying my best within what I need for myself as well as what's presented to me on the external. I'm just trying my best to heal through any trauma. It's more me moving through my trauma than it is guilt because guilt guilt is not mine. That's other people's either um, projections or their own traumas that, you know, like there's so many things or, or maybe they have healthy decisions of calling, saying I'm guilty or whatever, you know, it's like, but to me, that's not mine. And so... I hope that helps answer the question that I don't feel guilt really deep down. I don't. And that I'm just hurt by people's either violations or um, abusing that sort of sexual expression that I have and will continue to do to express. <clears throat> so hope that helps. And would love to talk about it more if ever needed. Um, I've got two more questions here. The next question is... Um, by Geneve, actually. <laughs> and uh, if you've heard any of my podcasts, Geneve is um, not only a friend of mine, a business partner of mine, but um, also is a life coach and counselor. And so Geneve says here, how did you make it to a place to be able to stand in your power power, and share your story? <clears throat> mm, yummy. Pardon me. Um, clearly, I'm still uncomfortable with that as I cough. <laughs> um that's a very interesting question. Um, did I ever come to a place where I could stand in my power and share my story? I guess so. Yes. Yes, I did. Um, I think right now I'm going through a lot. And so even when I'm recording this, I'm like, it's really hard. Like sometimes it's really hard to stand in my, in quotations, power and share my story. I mean, sharing my story has always been something that almost I feel like just has happened to me. Um, I hid from it for, from the sex tape being posted online without my consent for five years. And behind the scenes, I was like, oh my gosh, collecting screenshots, gathering emails. I was becoming, I was my own detective. And the sex tape kept coming up over and over and over again. And I just kept like, oh my God, like it was just awful. And I was hiding from it and like the hiding was not working. So when in 2018, when it came back out and it had so many views and I just was like, oh my gosh, like this is never going away is when I was like, fuck this. Like I've been sitting with this shit on my own for so fucking long. And it's like, it's showing up in my life and kind of ruining my life because I'm not able to process this. I'm not able to like, nobody wanted to hear about it. Like my close friends and boyfriends at the time were always like, it's nothing. It doesn't need to define you. Don't worry about it. It's done. And I constantly was like, no, no, no. So I think when it hit and it was so big, um, that there was this innate feeling within me that just had to share. And I'm an artist. I practice expression. I practice vulnerability constantly as an artist. Um, we are putting ourselves on the table all the time when we present something to the world that's our art. It's extremely vulnerable. And so I think that that was an added sort of incentive or benefit in standing in my power to share the story. And, and, and from doing my sessions <laughs> as well is where I, like we realized, I realized, and, and they realized too, that like, this is something that, um, is so important and so many people are dealing with it. And, and, as I was going through it, like I, 
I never really wanted to like actually take my life, but there were thoughts of like, what the fuck is the point? Like, this is so hard. I can't do this anymore. It was never like I was going to pick something up, like a drug or a, a knife or whatever, ever. That never crossed my mind in that capacity. Actually, I don't know, maybe it did. And I just have blocked that out. But like, it's some dark ass shit. It's hard. And for myself with this like drive and this like, fire I had behind me. I created this campaign. I did it for a year before I published it. And now look, we're in season three. We're in our campaign three, where we're now talking about the label that was placed on my sex tape, where it's about small tits and me trying to own that. Like there's such a progressional healing that has been happening throughout this process. And um, yeah, like when I was creating this campaign, I would wake up at four or 5 a.m. and my book was writing itself like I was writing it. But it would be like I would wake up and my phone would be in my hand and all of a sudden, brrr, and I'd be writing like pages upon pages for my self-help um, think piece that's that's out. You can It's called um, Know Yourself to Love Yourself. So you could read that and you can see, and there's also the blog. I compiled all of my blog posts. You can see what was going through me. Like so much was going through me. I was dancing to stay alive truly like it was the only way I knew how to like heal and express and oh my gosh and so I think just like with all of this going on and realizing the importance that this held for other people I was just like I have to like I have to there's no other way like it's just like it's something that it was just a calling for me and also like it was so painful I think what am I I'm like now in my fifth year after talking publicly, fourth, fifth year about, um, after talking publicly about having the sex tape posted without my consent online. And, um, like I'm not, I'm not even close to done talking about it. There's so much that's happening and, um, it still keeps just like happening to me. And so, um, I think also saying all of this is the fire, the drive is also the work doing the inner work and realizing like that this isn't okay and that I'm the one left with all this trauma and the law tells you to like not talk to anyone for like five years while you're going through this. And I was like, that's not right. Like I just realized there's so many things like the police force had nothing set up at the time at the time to deal with these situations. And like, it was just like, nothing was right. And I was like, no, like this isn't okay that I'm going through this. This isn't okay that someone after me has to potentially like, no. And so with me speaking about it and sending my power was the desire to help like fucking heal myself because this is so shitty. And I'm just realizing now how much I blocked out of how shitty this is. I'm feeling a lot of pain these days, um, as a trigger came up, but like, yeah, like it's just not okay. And I am watching these types of situations like forge into these new practices and these new um, procedures in, 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 in legal sense. And I'm like, oh my God, it's working. Like whether or not I'm a direct fucking link to these solutions doesn't fucking matter to me. Like if I speak and help one person, thank the freaking universe or whatever you want to say. And... <clears throat> I realized going into like a bunch of the media appearances during my first campaign that like this is helping a lot of people and it triggers a lot of people and there's a lot to talk about. And so now we are here and we're still talking and we're still standing in power. It, 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 to this day, every time I press record, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of like, okay, we got this. Like there's reason for this. Just trust it. This is like here for you. And so it takes constant 
um, reminders to stand in the power and realize why I'm doing this. And so um, I also, as this is Geneve who wrote that, I also have Geneve to thank for my ability to stand in my power and having someone, she was for a long time, one of the only people that believed in, in me and my campaign and my voice. And so, you know, having the right support system around is essential. And so thank you for that. And um, I hope that this resonates with people as well, because everything that you are going through, everything that is yours, everything that uh, my friend um, April says, your mess is your message. I don't know if she made that up or saw that, but it's so true. Like your mess is your message and people need to hear it. And if you just want to share it with your dog, then that's your purpose. If you want to share it with the world, then you're, that's your message. You know, like you get to decide what your message is, whether it's for yourself, for your, your own inner healing or for everyone, like it's a blessing. You are a blessing. And that was something I had to take within myself. Like this situation and myself within this is a blessing. And that it's, again, if it's helping one person, it's worth it. And then the last question here that I'm going to answer, um, anonymous, is what's the biggest takeaway for you from this tragedy? Yeah. That is something that has so much truth to it. Um, And I mean that in a way that, um, wow, well, I saw the takeaway as a positive thing. And also I realized that I could take away a bunch of negative things. (laughs) So let's talk about all of them. Um, The first takeaway is that um, this is a very personal thing is that I'm having trouble trusting people still to this day, just um, based on some more present things that have happened. Um... So within that fear and pain and realization that I don't trust people is like I actually see the other side where I can trust people again and there are really beautiful people, conscious people out there. There are people that want to see the best for me. There are people that want to hear my trauma um, and that there are people that truly love me and care um, and that it took me loving myself to be able to really, and every part of me, including, especially including this huge traumatic event, it took me loving this within myself to be able to um, give and receive love from other people. But I don't think that's my answer. I think that's one part of it. So I'm going to sit with this for a second. Ah, here it is. Okay. The biggest takeaway I guess one of, but the biggest takeaway is that um, I'm speaking to the audience, I'm speaking to you personally listening right now, is that you can heal from anything and that you are worthy of everything that you need. Um, It is in me asking for what I need, for me standing so strongly and repelling people and you know, letting people go and, and asking other people for help and attracting people in that like, I am worth this. My trauma is worthy of being held, loved and seen by myself, by other people. Um, my trauma is so, um, unique. So is yours. Your trauma is worthy of being held and loved and, and, um, healed. And hopefully that's the end goal for all of us is to heal this, not to sit in it, but to heal it, sit with it, love it, and then move through it, move past it, or like heal it, or, you know, all these things, massage through it. But um, you are worth it. You are worth healing and that you can heal through anything. I like, I, I, I promise you this. And um, it's a choice. 
So if you decide not to, that's definitely a choice. Um, if you decide to do anything with yourself, then that is your right decision for yourself. Fantastic. But you absolutely have the capacity to heal through anything and to become your most beautiful, vibrant self with everything that has happened to, for, from you. You are worthy. You are loved. So um, um, I'm here for that. Thank you, um, my team, for organizing those. Thank you for sending in your questions. I, at some point, will do another um, post where people can send in their questions. But for now, thank you so much for listening. And I want to hug all of you. (laughs) Thank you for just being you. And thank you for being here along this journey. And um, thank you for your... Uh, online hug and questions and possible online little like nudges or slaps, whatever you want to give. Thank you so much because we're all here just flopping around like fish trying to figure life out. You know what I mean? And um, I'm here for it. I'm here for me. I'm here for you. And I'm here for this. So thank you so much. Ciao, ciao. Are you ready to step into the change you've been desiring? Your Mindset School is your one-stop shop for all your self-development needs. They integrate both professional and personal experience into the courses to ensure you receive guidance that will actually stick, giving you the tools and support you need to live your life with more ease. Get started now at yourmindsetschool.com. That's Y-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S-E-T-S-C-H-O-O-L.com. Sign up now for course one, where we take you into the beginning steps of your self-development journey. All right. By the way, the they is myself and my life coach and counselor, Geneve Morrison, with Empowered Living. Thank you so much for listening. For more information and to sign up for email updates, please visit my website, RebeccaReinhardt.com. That is R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-I-N-H-A-R-T dot com. And you can also visit me on Instagram. I like to talk to people there. It's at Rebecca Reinhardt, same spelling. And with all of that, we'll see you soon. 